0: This is Melo Trimble. This is Lonnie Back. This is Scott
1: Van Pelt. This is Stefan Day. This is Chris Naki. This is Johnny Holiday. This is Walt Williams.
0: This is Mark Turgeon. This is Gary Williams, and you're listening to IMS Radio. It's Tonga by Lois, circling out of the pocket again, and sprinting down the sideline!
2: He's got Bunk in front of him, and a touchdown! trimble has got 18 points, 4 seconds, 3!
0: It would have been good from 65 out. He nailed that good ball.
2: It was Brad Craddock with the game winner. A 43-yard field goal with 51 seconds to go. And Maryland hits the road to beat Penn State.
0: That assist gives him a triple-double for Vasquez. The first of 22 years.
1: To the corner, Vasquez, yes!
2: It. It's his shining moment. And for all the as well, a first ever championship.
1: another week, another two losses for the Maryland basketball team. Actually, they haven't lost two every week, but it just kind of feels like that this year. This year it?
2: It's been quite the spring back and forth, you know. Um, you know they go and they'll beat a top ten team on the road and we'll think, oh, well maybe, maybe they're they're all right, you know. And then you go back and they lose to, I mean uh, the Ohio State game. I mean Ohio State's pretty good, but it's a home game, so you always feel like Maryland should play well at home, even the even when they're not great team. But uh, losing at Penn State again and then uh, pretty much getting waxed most of the second half by Ohio State, it's kind of like the uh, that scene in Major League where the two. Uh, the two Chinese uh, uh, groundskeeper guys are like, ah, they're still shitty, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at at this point. And, um, you know, yeah. it is what it is.
1: Yeah, and the funny part is, I, as we've talked about, forgot the start time of the game and missed the first half again. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did again. But it's I the caught...
2: attention to detail really that uh, that brings it home for me. That's why yeah. we keep you around.
0: Yeah. I mean it's well, not just Larry. How many times a day do you see that posted on the I see it you know, you guys know obviously I live on the site and I see that like five times a day. Oh, I didn't watch, I forgot we had a game. It's incredible, man, how frequently
2: people say that. Well what's think... that word what's that word we talked about, Jeff? It's the apathy.
1: I think some of that's yep. hyperbole, though, right? People are trying to own a uh, message board think, say,
0: "Yeah, somewhat." Some of right? I think it is some. Sometime I think it is, but I think there's a lot of people who legitimately just aren't even paying attention at this point. Who just aren't watching the games? Don't know when there's a game. The BBR, yeah, art, maybe. If
1: it wasn't for the show, I got to tell you, there'd probably be games that I would just be not see. I would not remember there was a game.
0: I got no, to yeah, you are a hardcore. Yeah, and the funny thing, the crazy I'm. I think I might have said this before, so sorry if I'm being redundant, but the crazy thing is, the people who are saying this are people who are literally paying to post and, and read on mes- Maryland basketball site. These aren't average casual fans saying, I forgot, I forgot there's a game. These are like the hardcores is it, saying, Jeff, that. Maryland's, a
2: f- Maryland's
0: a football school now, Jeff. I mean, in terms of excitement, it is right <laughs> now. No question about
2: it. That's the only
1: term. And, and uh, wait, in the past many times you've said that no matter how hard you try to drum up the football interest, it'll never catch up to basketball. Are mm-hmm. you seeing hits and attention on the board? Is are the stats backing that up? That football is getting more attention than basketball now, or, or even close?
0: Yeah, I think content-wise, football is getting more attention in terms of discussion. Wow. It's more. In terms of discussion it's more basketball because they're talking about turgeon and this and that and complaining but yeah content wise i think f- people see football stories as like a breath of fresh air and basketball they either see as they're indifferent at this point or tuned out or they just don't even want to read it because they know it's going to turn into a big argument or a big dump
2: on turgeon fest what a yes, time he- to be alive man yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is; <laughs> that, Those are not words I would have expected to come out of, out of Jeff's mouth uh,
1: yeah. we, we were talking a little bit about the apathy And about what we were going to base the show around And we didn't really have a guest And so we talked about Paul, I think you were the one who threw out the Q&A Which we talked about before Th- those, These always go pretty well So it's a, good, it's a good show to do But not even a guest or anything And it reminded me of last week when we had Bardo and um he gave us a bumper. So this has gotta be uh, maybe the best bumper we've ever gotten. Here we go. What's going on, y'all? It's your man Stephen Bardo. You're listening to IMS Radio Son. <laughs>
0: That's
2: good. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely check, the best, check best check non best, right? Yeah, it's check the check best, best non non grinning bumper, right? What was the grinning?
1: Oh, like? Grinning
2: was good. Ah, Maryland. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, dude yeah. Grin, Grinnin was Tom Brady drunk, like when he did, <laughs> when he did that one. Yeah, Grinnin was
1: good. I'm trying to think of of others who did something special. Oh, you know, we have Dwayne Haskins. He added something special. Let me play this. This will this is going to rile people up. Dwayne Haskins on IMS Radio. Listen to what he does.
0: This is Dwayne Haskins, and you're listening to IMS Radio.
2: Go check. Ter- uh huh. Still, 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 still hits hard, man.
1: Yeah, go Terps, huh? How about that? That was Dwayne Haskins when he was committed to Maryland about yeah. a month before he fled.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, how about this? We're we're bored tonight, so we're let's just go crazy with it. What's the counterfactual if Randy Edsall's given one more year with Locks' as offensive coordinator and Haskins coming in? How's that work out? What's the he, future look like?
1: He underperforms and doesn't get drafted, and especially not number, what was he, fourth, the number four pick? Because he was made oh, to look amazing in that Ohio State uniform because of all the people around him. He had all the time in the world. He had receivers getting five yards of separation. A lot of people can look amazing in that system.
2: Jeff, I mean, there's no,
0: way, there's no way the program doesn't have a higher arc. <laughs> During those years, if you have him right, I mean, they probably wouldn't be. They might not be on a six-year streak of losing records if you had Maybe. Dwayne Hatton starting for three years, and he might not have been as good as he was at Ohio State. But uh,
2: they would have no been better off. Well, see, that's the thing. Like my my point being, I feel like a number of these Mar- you know, these fairly bad Maryland teams over the past decade. I feel like they've just been like a quarterback away from being six, seven, eight win teams. So I'm just kind of curious whether even with Edsel at the helm, you throw a decent quarterback out there, you know, even even if Haskins doesn't turn into the NFL Ohio State product that he did, could that Maryland team have had won a decent amount of games and kept Edsel around for a while? That's an interesting Would he have done it in here. his
1: freshman year though, is the thing. He probably wouldn't have.
2: Right, but if he doesn't Maybe you have a better chance at hiring a better coach to come in, knowing they've got a talented quarterback waiting for him as well, right?
1: Maybe, but remember how much everybody loved Durkin when he came in, man. Everyone loved him; thought he was a great choice.
2: Oh, I, I think I still think Durkin was a decent, a uh, pretty good hire, uh, based on you know the time and the criteria and who was available. Uh, don't get me wrong, there. Yeah, I just wonder if. Uh, if if Edsel survived that one extra year, Haskins comes in, you know, and then he then they axe him anyway because it's Edsel. Uh, I wonder if that next year they might have been able to pull somebody uh, of a slightly higher level, and maybe maybe not dropped off immediately afterwards. Who knows? Hard yeah. to say. Oh, well,
1: they
0: went they went uh, six and seven the year that he was a freshman. So if he would started as a true freshman, over. Yeah, so it who was, was quarterback uh, that year? That
2: was Kassim Hill. It was Cassim, yeah. Cassim and uh, and Piggy, right? Yeah. So Did they both come in at the same time, or he was probably it?
1: would have been better than them. I agree. Yeah.
0: And then two years ago, they went five and seven, including that Ohio State game. So clearly, Maryland took them to overtime. So Haskins has to be worth a couple extra points, right? So if you just trade Piggy yeah, out for Haskins, I don't you, know if you can. That
2: works, right? It's not quite, not quite, uh, not quite transitive uh, that that yeah. way. But uh, it's oh, it's, okay. it's kind of an interesting thing to think about that it could have been that close to the 2010s being the Randy Edsel decade at Maryland. Ooh, How about wow. that.
1: That is that uh, uh, the Randy Edsel decade or the Martians decade, which we actually do have.
2: Well, yeah, that is actually almost exactly a the, the decade.
1: Um, tusions had a better decade than Edsel would have had, for sure.
2: Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. But the the bar's significantly uh, compared
1: to higher com- on the basketball right.
2: side. <laughs> compared to
1: expectations for the program, it might yeah. be re- might be even.
2: Might be pretty yeah, close, could actually.
1: Be. Could be pretty close. And and by the way, at the end of the, I am way underprepared today. I was I was slammed all day at work. and didn't finish till six forty-five. Got went straight into a call with. Uh, Directors from college for my son, and then right into this. So I do not have. Q, I don't. I do not have uh, non-revs. I barely have any football or basketball, but I do have an either or at the end. So that was a quick,
2: a quick tidbit. Hey, that's more prep than I put into this tonight. So, kudos. Yeah, well, I, I don't
0: got. I t- so don't feel bad.
1: You don't? Oh, Jeff. <laughs> I even reminded you. Come on, man. He texted Life you. Life comes
0: out too fast, man. I've been busy.
1: All capital letters and exclamation it takes a points. Long time
0: to Google, it takes a long time to Google rap lyrics. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <that one.
1: laughs> I don't use Google anymore. There's a few others. Mean, I don't you? like. Uh, there's one called DuckDuckGo. There's one called Quant. I use Quant. I don't like what Google does. So. The worst. That is Bing.
0: Like I, Once in a while, I'll accidentally use Bing, and it's like the most trash results ever. Like so much worse. It's really people, bad. Man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So one other thing about Stephen Bardo, since we were talking about him, one one of the things that came out of his interview was when we were talking about whether it was the best conference ever. And I saw on the board people were talking about this a little bit, and they did something that I had already been kind of preparing for you guys. They went back to Ken Palm, and they searched back through – Ken Palm's stats all the way back to 2002, every conference from every season from 2002 through last season, and this season, actually, and ranked them. And some people probably didn't see that message board, so I think it's okay to kind of repeat that. For But this season, Big Ten is ranked third all time since Ken Palm's been doing his site. From 2002 to 2021, this year's Big Ten, the 2021 Big Ten, is the third Highest-ranked conference since he's been doing it. The other two, did you guys see this on the board or no?
2: No. No, I didn't see it.
1: Okay, so guess what the other two. Well, you're probably not going to be able to guess it, but one of them was the 2004 ACC.
2: That I believe.
1: That was number one. Number two was the 2017 Big 12. Now, Why do I not remember the Big 12 being that dominant in 2017? Because nobody
2: cares about Big Twelve basketball. That's not yeah. Kansas. The
1: other thing is this: those three seasons, there's a big gap between those three and number four. So it's really close to being the best conference ever, even when you look at it analytically on Kempom's site. Now here's and some cool.
0: Still they won't win a national championship.
1: <laughs>
2: they might not even pra- get to a Final Four.
1: Yeah, because they—I th- I said this earlier—they're going to have eight teams get to the Sweet 16, and none get to the Final Four.
2: It's entirely possible. Yeah, I mean, it's—it's it's just a really solid top-to-bottom conference with really maybe one elite team, but only when Michigan or Ohio State is feeling themselves. Yeah, or Iowa. So, I- Iowa—they're done. They can't play defense. They're—they're they're not happening. But
1: yeah. Some other cool things that out of those stats, I think it was Bardo, or, or, or maybe it was on the board I saw where people, maybe it was Terzian who said this is the best conference Maryland's ever been in. Was that Terzian who said that? Yeah. Well, he's wrong. He said
0: it's the best one he's ever been in. I don't know if he said Maryland. He might okay. have. Okay.
1: Well, well, as we know, according to Ken Palm, the 2004 ACC is a little bit better, according to his analytics. But one interesting stat, I took every conference Maryland's been in since 2002 and 2004 ACC is number one. Three of the next five three of the next four, so, uh, so three of the top five are the last three seasons of the big ten. 2019, 2020 and 2021 slowly increasing increasing each year. So that's that's pretty interesting. The three of the five toughest conferences, Maryland has played in since 2002 are the last three years of the Big Ten. The other two are ACC seasons, 2004 ACC, 2007 ACC. Now, here's kind of a cool thing, a trivia question for you guys. I took the average rating for every conference in the country over those 20 seasons, 2002 to 2021, that's 20 seasons. What conference do you think had the Best average rating over that 20 years? Big 10. Okay. Yeah, Jeff? I mean,
0: you wouldn't ask if it was the, if it was the ACC because that's the obvious answer. So Big 10, I would guess. It is not the
1: Big 10, and it is not the ACC. ACC is Big second, 12. and Big 10 is third. They're separated by a hundredth of a point. They're so even, the Big 10 and ACC over the last 20 years. It is the Big 12, Jeff. Wow. Wow. And they got a, a and uh, not and a little bit of a about a half a point higher on average, which is is pretty significant in in, in these averages here. Big East is fourth, SEC fifth, pac sixth. Do you guys know who seventh is?
0: SEC? Or did you say SEC already? SEC
1: is fifth. Pac sixth, as you would expect, those big six. And then who do Missouri you Missouri Valley? Should? Nope. AAC a a c is correct Here, okay, another trivia question you guys like this? this is fun stuff, right? I like it okay there yeah. are <laughs> yeah. there are four conferences that have been included in kempoM meaning they've they've been a conference from two thousand two to two thousand twenty one but they no longer exist, so four conferences that existed at some point between 2002 and 2021, but not in 2021. So they no longer exist. Do you know what those four are? I just had an aneurysm following that question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me ask it again. Four conferences that no longer exist uh-huh. in the Ken ratings between 2002 and 2021.
2: So what conferences no, have gone away? Are there the that many conferences
0: years? that have
1: disappeared since 2002? There are. I have them in front of me.
2: I don't know the... Um, uh, sh- I don't know.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who cares? Sorry. Sorry, it's three. It's three. It's three. They, he lists independence only 14 times, so that's one. Okay, the three, Summit League. You remember the Summit League? Sure. The Mid-Continent Conference and the Great West Conference only yeah, four
2: no chance I'm getting any of um, those
0: is that what, like the predecessor to the big West or something probably where you have like uh, the fighting Nick Faust of um, Long Beach State and schools like that
1: well maybe not because the big West has been around for 20 seasons so Uh-oh. maybe there was I remember there were a lot of mergers though with with the whack so the, the Great West is just like Great West, the WAC, the Mountain West. Well, what's, a lot of movement between all those.
2: What's better, the Great West or the Big West?
1: The Great West is the second to worst conference out of 35.
2: It's not very great.
1: The Big West is, let's see, I don't have the numbers, are 18th.
2: And that's not very big. So
0: Great, great West yeah. was like Bakersfield Culinary Institute and uh, <laughs> do, California
1: do, Penal. Do not remember. <laughs> Do not remember. Okay, well there's with stats. Paul, you were bored. I thought they were good.
2: See guys, you get you get straight up info on this podcast. That's right. We bring it to you from deep.
1: That is right. One thing I did look at for basketball were the projections for the rest of the season. There's the three sites I've been I've been going to and
2: yeah, that's probably taken a turn in the past week. <laughs> it, not
1: that
2: it has, but
1: not maybe not quite as bad as you thought. Turvik has them at 53rd. They were 52nd last week. So I, I guess they lost at about the rate he thought they would. 14 and 13, 8 and 12. One thing that did happen, though, last week he had them at a 30.5% chance of making a tournament, and, the, and he had them listed as the second team out. Now he has them at 13.2%. So a 17-point drop, and he has them as the sixth team out now with a 0.1% chance at making the Final Four.
2: Yeah, I would would bet that even though they were probably not favored to beat Penn State, it was probably like a 40% kind of number. Right, it was 21%. Yeah.
0: He had them at 24% going into that game. A couple other sites had them at, like, 49%. I don't know how it varies that much, but 13% sounds about right, which is hard to believe when you have that many big wins. But, I mean, four and nine in the conference,
1: you gotta yeah, win,
0: got uh, to win four at least for the final seven.
2: You probably got five. to win five. You probably got to win five. I mean, that Ohio State game was the one where, like, okay, if you win that one, then maybe you can squeeze in with uh, yeah. the games, right? But now it's probably nine and eleven or bust. You're going to have to sweep uh, Nebraska on those back to backs next week, and you know you're just going to have to pull it off somehow. Uh, I think there aren't any Nebraska. other big games left.
0: They should sneak. They should sweep Nebraska, so that makes it. You got to win three out of. Penn State, Northwestern, uh, Michigan State, Minnesota, and who am I forgetting? There's one more game in there. Rutgers. Know, scheduled.
1: Rutgers. Rutgers, thank you.
0: So you got to win three out of you got to sweep Nebraska, which you should, and win three out of those five. It's, I don't know. Boy, not yeah. hard, but the game is at at Rutgers, so that would be an upset to pull that off. Boy, yeah, know, I don't
2: know about this all sweeping Nebraska thing. Maryland's yeah, gonna I was going to say. They've never played the basketball no, back.
0: I mean, they, no, they haven't. You're right. But they are, they are freaking terrible. And, yeah, who knows? You, you just never know. And, back,
2: to, like, the back-to-back thing bothers me. I, I, I just know there's probably not a statistical thing to back it up, but I just have no confidence in Maryland beating anybody back-to-back. Like, I just don't – I can't imagine that happening. I don't, that, well, they're the bad. only team
1: in conference they could do it to. Yeah.
2: Right. I don't I don't know. That just that just feels like a like disappointment waiting to happen. And you guys just, at home as the coin toss.
0: Yeah, uh,
2: Northwestern
0: they'll win. Should win, but yeah, thirteen percent sounds about right. They need a. They don't need a miracle, but they definitely need to get hot.
1: Do you want me to tell you the percentages on kempom for each game? Actually, sure. I'm going to do Torvik because Pom's missing a game. So let me. Let me go to Torvik and go to the Maryland page. He's got Minnesota and Nebraska. He's got, well, next week he's got Minnesota, 47% chance for Maryland. He's got Rutgers. Oh, oh, excuse me, excuse me. I'm looking at the wrong column. He's got exactly 50% for Minnesota. He's got 27% for Rutgers. 63% for Michigan State, which I would lower greatly. Northwestern, 45%. Penn State, 51%. And Nebraska, he still has one listed as away at 63%. At home, he's got them 79. So he probably has a 79 and 79 for both those home games.
0: So you average them all out, and they're roughly a coin flip on each game on average. Right. So we are not going to get it done, obviously.
1: The three sites are saying 8-12, and 8-12, 7-12 for Ken Palm. He's probably missing that Nebraska game, yeah. which will probably bump him back to 8-12 and 12 again.
0: Won't get it done. I think you're right, Paul, what you said. you got to get to 9 probably.
1: Or or do something in the tournament
2: as well. Could help. Or something wild just has to happen. Win when two football. games in the I mean,
1: tournament? Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
2: When's the last know. time they won two games in the tournament? Uh,
0: Actually, I don't the
1: Boar. There's a stat for you. <laughs> yeah, two thousand. How long has that been? Like
0: that? Yeah. Uh yeah, it hasn't been in the Big Ten. Yeah.
1: Okay. Enough well, of the basketball stuff. Yeah. Impression. Yeah. <laughs> football wise, I don't there's not much, right?
2: No. There's, there's not quiet. much.
1: But one thing that vacation I wanted...
2: it's vacation time for, for the football coaches. At least okay. the ones that are still employed.
1: Here's what I wanted to do
2: with you guys. We got the schedule now. That
1: came out. So that's, that's some news. And I've already put in my percent chance to win each game, My the Larry projections, if you recall. So, so here's, here's what I want to do with you guys. I want you guys to also give me your projections. Then we'll do it again after spring ball. Then we'll do it again before fall practice starts or maybe like right before the season starts. And we'll we'll see how well we do. How about that? Okay. All right. So, first game, home against West Virginia. I'll tell you what I did after you guys tell me. Percent chance to win. Mm,
0: 45, I think, West Virginia. I don't know. I haven't really done a lot of research. I think they'll be pretty good. And yeah, Maryland has got to prove they can beat. Non-conference teams like that.
2: Uh, I don't know. That one's a
0: coin toss.
2: Okay. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I mean, it's West Virginia is actually fairly good, uh, but at the same time, it's first game of the year. Crazy stuff happens. Maryland's at home. Fifty-fifty.
1: I have exactly fifty as well. Okay. Second game, Howard.
2: Hundred. Hundred point one percent.
1: You're yeah. you're really giving a one. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's no Over chance
0: you? they can lose to Howard. Yeah, they'll win that by 40 or 50. Okay.
1: I put 95, but okay. Um, at Illinois. Uh,
0: I think that's a win. First year for Belama, Rebuilding process. Maryland knows they desperately need that one, so I'll give them a the win there. I'll say uh, 77% chance. Okay, Paul.
2: That's really annoying. Um, I would say 80%. Okay,
0: I only had him at
1: 67%, a little lower than you guys. Okay, Kent State.
0: Five billion percent.
1: Five billion? Um, Mac teams aren't that bad.
2: Yeah, I'm I, I, I'm too scarred from the Michael the Burner Turner. Uh, Northern North Illinois?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: So I'm I'm going to say ninety percent. Okay, I feel pretty good about it, but that little ten percent's in there just for history. Jeff, you're saying it's a full sad, one? but I
0: still remember, and this kind of goes back to what I said earlier about living on the site. I still remember leading up to that game all summer long. There was some Northern Illinois fan, the Northern Illinois fan. There was one guy. One guy who showed his up. Screen name was the Burninator, and he posted all off about how Michael the Burner Turner was going to roast Maryland, and, and then he, he did. did. <laughs> and he lost. Uh, yeah, they'll beat Ken State. I mean, you lose Ken State, just what are you even bothering so, with at this point? Wh-
1: what's your percent? Ninety-five.
0: Okay. Iowa at home. Man, that's tough. They don't do well. They haven't played them that often, but they haven't done well. For is such a good coach. I feel like he's like the most underrated coach in college football, maybe. Uh, I don't know what they have coming back. They always have, obviously, those linemen and tight ends and a running back. So, uh, i say, I it's at home. I give Maryland a 40, 40%, uh, 38% on that one.
2: Okay, Paul. I don't like that one at all. That just feels like a loss. I don't know,
1: 25%. I was right in between you guys. I have 33. Okay, at Ohio State.
0: Blutarski.
1: Zero. <laughs> it's not zero, obviously. Zero,
0: 0. <laughs> Uh Three percent. Ohio State is loaded. Okay. Brian Day's got it rolling. Maryland's got a lot more athletes now than they had, but not not enough to keep okay. up with them at Ohio State.
2: Paul? Ten percent. They're not
1: ready for that. I have ten percent as well at Minnesota.
0: Jeff? Uh I'll give them I'll give them sixty percent. They pretty much own Minnesota. The, the flash in the pan there is clearly done. Although they did, mm. I shouldn't say that, because he kind of salvaged things at the end of last season. He, he, That was kind of an impressive turnaround. But Maryland owns them in football and basketball. they your saving grace, I guess, for Maryland right now as the always beat Minnesota. Uh,
2: Paul. Uh, I say 50-50 on that one. I, th- I think that's one of those games that's going to determine whether they get to a bowl or not.
1: I got 45 on that one. Okay, Indiana at home.
0: Indiana's building something pretty good. Um, I give Maryland 35. Maryland almost actually, I mean, they played them yeah. well, a lot closer than the final score this With past year. missing a lot of people too. Missing guys. Who knows if Indiana will be quite as good. I'm talking myself into Maryland here. I'll give Maryland a 42% chance of that game.
2: Okay. I want to see Indiana do it again before I believe it. And Maryland's at home. I'll go 55% on that one.
1: I got Maryland at 45%. Okay. Penn State. Genius.
0: Jeff. Um Well, you know Penn State's going to be pissed off. They should be better. Who knows if they will for sure. Um I mean, you can never take Maryland. I mean, last year was incredible, obviously that win, but Over the long haul, you you would not make much money picking Maryland over Penn State. No. But it's at home. Uh, So, you know, factoring all that in, I will give Maryland a 37% chance.
2: Okay. Paul? 33%. I think they are going to be better. I think they're going to be pissed and... I don't know. They they turned it around a little bit last year, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're if they're uh, they're ready to roll.
1: I have forty percent. They're a little higher than you guys. Usually, I've been lower most of the time. Okay, at Michigan State.
0: Uh, I don't. They they were not very good this year. They no. still might be a couple years away. I think Maryland would have won that game. I think that's a. I think that's a fifty-fifty game, fifty percent. Okay, same. Well, I have Maryland fifty. Doesn't matter.
1: Fifty-five percent, little little small favorite. Okay, Michigan at home in the penultimate game.
0: That's a tough one because we don't know if they're going to be garbage like they were last year, or if Harvard yeah. is really going to seize this opportunity somehow second life that he got with that extension, which was. Very surprising to me at least um, but Michigan is you know would obviously last year's game was canceled but for the most part they've handled Maryland so there's no way I you know I would say just based on them being Michigan and assuming they'll be back 30 thirty percent
2: okay Paul 50
1: fifty I split you guys right down the middle at forty percent, okay Jeff. Last game at Rutgers.
0: Uh, I'll say he's doing a good job. Obviously, you know, everybody knew he would. If you're going to get have a, have a breakout year or have a year where you take the next step, though, you got to be Rutgers. So I'll say 60%. 60,
2: okay. Paul? 70%. You just have to beat a team like that. And it took a miracle for them not to win that game this year.
1: And I also had sixty percent, same as Jeff. Our totals. I was the lowest, believe it or not, six point three zero. Shocking, right there. <laughs> Jeff six point three seven, and Paul's the highest, six point six three. What a homer! So averaging yeah. about, averaging close to close to six and a half wins. So we're all projecting bowl game there.
2: You think
0: Roxy take six and a half wins if you handed it to him right now?
2: Well, it'd be hard to get a half win, Jeff.
1: I think if you offered him seven, yes.
0: <laughs> well S- seven, if yes. If you handed him the if you handed him the fifty fifty probability of between six and seven wins, do you think he would take it right now?
1: Hmm.
2: He'd jump would he all over that. Yeah, He'd jump so. all over that I do not I d I don't I don't think he would. He's a competitor, man. Those guys don't they don't do that. But I any
0: think so. That amounts to a big step forward in his process, if you get that. I mean, I would take that.
2: I would take that and run.
0: (laughs) uh, Yeah, yeah, I would think so. They haven't won that many games since, uh, like, 2014. The schedule,
1: there's one game that seems unwinnable. That's that's at Ohio State. Two games that seem as though there's no way they're going to lose. Howard and Kent State. The rest are all really close to 50-50, because when you look at the schedule, all the poor teams, they're playing on the road, except Ohio State, and all the good teams, they have at home. Michigan, Penn State, Indiana, Iowa, so and West Virginia. So when you're at home, it's a good team. When you're on the road, it's a bad team, so it's evening out when Maryland, you would say, is probably a good favorite over, over Rutgers, right? But it's on the road, so you only give them a 60, you know? So that's what's kind of crazy about the schedule. They have so many swing games. Like every game
2: is a swing game almost.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, you'd feel
2: very game. differently about those games, um, you, know, the, uh, you know, at Illinois and at you know, Rutgers. You put them at home, you're feeling like those are probably, probably yep. good to go. You know what I mean? Yep.
1: Yeah, so that's cool. Just previewed the schedule for next year. It just came out this week. The IMS radio projection is about six, oh, well, like six point four five or so when you average that out. So we'll do that again after spring ball see if see if it changes. Probably won't change too much, but there's like an no, and I'm
0: guessing that the official wins total will probably be slightly above what it usually is. So it'll probably be four and a half or five. I think it was four and a half this year. Before the non-conference got canceled, <clears throat> excuse me. So, so yeah, at least it's for fans. There's ho- there's some hope there, at least you know. I think
1: so. I think they'll be pretty good next year, and I, they were pretty good this year. I think they're gonna. I, I would take six as like, I think five is the absolute low, 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 but I really think they're gonna win six. I do at
2: least. I think they should. I think it's just – you just haven't seen it, right? You know the talent's there. You saw the improvement last year. Yeah, You just got to see it, and you don't know whether these COVID schedules and all this crazy stuff going on really affected how last season in football and this season basketball is happening. I mean, we've seen some crazy stuff. So I'm just not confident about projecting beyond when we get back to whatever is – resembling normal like it was before whether some of these trends will continue or not it's it's just yeah. tough to know
0: yeah that west virginia game is the big variable you win that go three and oh in the conf- in non-conference you set yourself up to have a really good shot at six wins or so you know that feels like that
2: well, you shot be, at eight you because... better be three and one coming out of that first four at least yes. yeah. yeah
0: yeah
1: okay and now for the portion of the show that everyone has been waiting for, the IMS Radio Q&A session. What I'm going to do, I'm going to go straight down through the thread, and every single question that got asked, I'm going to ask it, no matter how ridiculous it is, and we will try to answer it to the best of our abilities.
2: Or we will just mercilessly make fun <laughs> of you for asking a stupid-ass Yes.
1: Okay. So first, from rob rob410- Tier. Four one two zero seven. is three questions. First one, super early guess from Jeff. What's the 2022 football class final ranking? We know that last week I got Jeff to say 16th. So there you go. Number question
2: two question answered.
1: Yes. Will there be fans in the stands in the 2021 season? We talked about that on the last week's show as well. Rob four one two zero seven. You are not listening to our show. Shame on you. We said yes, and it could range from anywhere to 50 to 75% or something even besides that. We talked to Terrapin Club about that uh, four weeks ago. Listen to the show. Listen to the show. All right, third question from Rob. Here we go, finally. What's the projected path to keep Brian Williams over the upcoming years? Money, money, yeah, right. I mean, (laughs) like anybody, like
0: anybody else in any business whatsoever. Uh, Yeah, I mean, show a lot of love. Yeah, you got to get. He's got. He got a raise last year. He got a promotion this year. I don't know yet if he got a raise, but uh, he was promoted to co-defensive coordinator, which is a big jump for a guy who's fairly little known a couple years ago. So, you know, money and Winning and keeping the band together is the other thing, obviously.
2: Well, you just have to wonder whether he has ambitions to be defensive coordinator within the next couple of years. I think that's the one thing to keep an eye on. If you're, if the idea is you're grooming him to be the next guy after whoever they hired, they him, you know, that might be a good strategy uh, for that type of thing in the way that Fridge did with Loxley until he decided to uh, hire uh, Bill O'Brien over him. And Lox said, okay, well, screw that. I'm leaving. Um, so maybe won't we'll make that mistake this time, but uh, but that would be one way to do it. Okay.
1: Next, Boney Maroni, who has been on the message board in the various forums for twenty years, at least, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Bas-
1: bas- basketball team attrition after the season: how many and who? <laughs> Jeff, that's all you.
0: I mean, I can't say anything based on, like, act, this is an actual reporting because it's too early. Nobody's really saying what they're doing. They all just kind of make their plans quietly or decide after the season. But if there's ever been a year where you expect three, four, five guys to leave, this would be it, right? Because none of the young guys are really playing. Shulm Ariel's not getting off the bench basically ever now. So I, I would be somewhat surprised if he stuck around unless he just loves it there and isn't worried about playing but i think clearly unless they still think he's recovering from the injuries and needs another year to get it back and still could do it you know and try to keep him in the fold otherwise that wouldn't be surprising the other guys aren't playing marcus Dockery's not playing at all um but Kwan Smart hasn't been playing much at all lately. He's been getting like, I think he's probably totaled like 15 minutes in the past four games. So he's he's been buried. And then you never know with the other guys. You never know if a guy, one of the main guys outside of Marcel and even he's eligible to do it if he wanted to because of the extra year with the NCAA. You never know if one of those guys wants to. Go somewhere else. I mean, that's always possible. I'm not saying I'm hearing they are, but when you add all of that up and the fact, you know, if the season doesn't end well, they don't go to the tournament, so there's kind of a cloud over everything and people feel like it's time to just move on and start over, you know, I would say at least four would be my guess. Ooh.
2: It might lot. even be more than that because, remember, we are talking about free agency in College basketball. It's college basketball. So yeah, there's, there's no reason for any of these guys to stick around when they can go play immediately somewhere else.
0: No, and again, I'm not saying I'm hearing anybody specifically is leaving, but right. just when you look at the nature of attrition anyways, in the average year you're going to see probably two and a half guys on average leave. So, and with what I mentioned, yeah, it's going I think there'll be some turnover.
1: Okay. Next is JB West, 31 says, how is Locks healing the relationships with local schools? Obviously, he's a good guy. But what else is he doing to improve Maryland's standing with local high schools?
2: Well, I
0: think he's just being himself. That's the thing. He's just a genuine guy.
2: Attention. And just give him attention,
0: man. Yeah, he says it a lot that people in sales, if people like you, they want to buy from you. People like him. You know, he's got – I like to hire Scott Chadwick, who he brought back, who I've known for many years, local guy who has relationships with coaches all over the place, including uh, – or I should say I hired him as recruiting coordinator last week, has relationships at St. Saint, uh, Saint Francis and Damatha, all these other places going back 20 years. So I don't think that will hurt either. He knows all those coaches. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's – you know – we need to see them start getting those guys, obviously, before you celebrate. They're still not getting those top guys from St. Francis. Damatha has been slow lately. So you still need to, you know, but uh, I think he's doing a pretty good job overall. But yeah, you would like to see them get a few more. You know, last year, most of their top guys, or two of their top guys, obviously, were from Florida, not local.
2: Worth noting that this is the first class where he was able to. Be at Maryland and offer them in September their junior year, like all the other coaches have. The, all the the other two classes he came in late in the cycle. For these guys. So it would be interesting to see if there's a markedly different result. Uh, the fact that he's been able to get on these guys pretty early. Well, Jeff yep. has
1: already guaranteed us a 16th ranked class next year. So
2: yep, well done, Jeff. Good job. That's
0: best case scenario. I'm no laying. pressure. <laughs> I want to add that addendum right there.
1: Too late. You already predicted it and guaranteed it for everyone. Okay, next is Alexander Two. He said, spring practice preview, to which Paul already replied in the thread and said, LOL, no chance. We're doing that on the fly two months out. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right, so you've already been answered. All right, next, Turtle Shell. What are, I think it means who, are the realistic QB targets for twenty twenty two beyond sorry. Jaden sorry, the he what is he rated about eighty seven, like eighty eight high three star yeah, quarterback out of Maryland.
0: Borderline, three star, four star. Yep. Yeah. but he, you know, for a while now has seemed like their top guy, not maybe not regardless of position, but one of their top guys, uh, regardless of position. I mean, they've ordered they've offered a ton of quarterbacks. So it's really hard to say this is the guy or that's the guy. Cause I think there's a good chance that they'll take two quarterbacks in this class. They haven't, <clears throat> excuse me. They haven't taken a high school quarterback in what feels like five years. Uh, you know, they really like this kid. AJ Swan from Georgia is another dual threat kind of guy. Um, who else they offered? They had a couple offers recently. A uh, kid named Tevin Carter, big kid from Tennessee, top 20 pro-style guy. But, you know, outside of Sore, I don't know if there's really a guy who I can say, like, he's the most likely to come. I think it's just it's too early. 2022 is really hard to say anything with a lot of certainty because they haven't been able to do much of anything. They, a lot of these kids didn't play at all last season, so there's no video. They haven't been able to take any visits. So it's really still pretty uh, vague right now with that class.
2: Yeah, and that's also a good reason not to get held up by any of these kids' rankings or lack of rankings. Like, There's a lot of them that just don't have tape from recently, and I think their senior years this fall are going to say a lot about where they land.
1: And even besides that, I thought it was really interesting in the Super Bowl, they showed the high school rankings of both teams, and I don't remember what side, which network I was watching, might have been in the previews leading up to it and something like there was one five-star combined between the two teams another i think about 10 four stars on each and about 10 more three stars on each or maybe 20 and the rest were all two stars (laughs) it was like yeah so even still you just never know no chances are better but that is the number too right because okay. there's
0: only, what, 25 stars every year?
1: 32, right? Because don't they – isn't that isn't – 32, 30, that's right. They yeah, did move it, that
0: to 32.
1: Because then it's a full fir- first-round NFL. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay, next is from C. Doug. 2- 2662, is he your? Is he related to you, Paul? P. Doug?
2: I hope not. I don't know. Okay.
1: Well, this this one got 5 upvotes. So, a lot of people are interested in this. Any updates on the DC and wide receiver coaching positions?
0: Well, yes, I know exactly who they're hiring, but people haven't asked enough, so I, that's why I haven't. If you ask yeah. me, then I will say, but otherwise You're like a
2: genie, you need to like rub you the yeah. right way like the Christina Aguilera song, yeah. right? Well, if, it is possible you long know.
0: As you me, I, otherwise, I'll forget. You know, it's like
2: yeah.
0: the, the article about whether Maryland could make the tournament at 9-11 and 11 kind of takes precedence. So I forgot to post oh, yeah. this tweet about who they're going to hire. Well, uh, No, it's, his, really, his, it's really secretive.
1: In his defense, right one, there? you could know and are not allowed to say yet. That's Fair. one. Two, you could have other updates like, hey, here's another guy they're looking at. Right? That kind of
0: update? Yeah, I mean, I think I will have that soon. Um, Right now, though, there's no publicly available information. Carl Scott seems like he was the top choice. He went to the Vikings. You know, I've posted several of the wide receiver candidates on there, but I don't know what the the pecking order is right now on that. So it's actually moving along slower than I imagined. And and Loxley's done a pretty good job of keeping – keeping under wraps but no like I expect things to I wouldn't be surprised if there's an announcement in the next five days or so but um, no I, I don't have an update right now
1: okay JBS 31 comes in again with analytics becoming a huge part of today's professional sports how are football and basketball teams excuse me how are our football and basketball teams utilizing advanced analytics? And what more can we do going forward
2: <laughs> yeah well let's let's just go ahead and uh, let's get let's get locks on the line yeah. and, um, and we'll we'll just see what what he what he if he wants to break down his uh, analytics uh theorems for us and uh <laughs> no, i don't know i mean that's a great question, and I wish we could get those answers, but we don't have those answers so i don't think virgin
0: yeah. uses i mean he uses them i don't think he's one of the guys who's he
2: doesn't come, he doesn't it. come off as a guy who's uh He's he's re-upping his Ken Palm subscription. I don't
0: think he's religious about it. Loxley, I know, uses it in practice pretty heavily. They chart quite a few things. Uh, So I think they use it a little more on the football side. But I don't know. That's a good question. I'd have to look a little farther into that.
1: So when we have Mike Loxley on the show, we will store this one away. Jeff, you're working on that, right?
0: Yeah, I'm sure we can make that happen.
2: We definitely can and
1: will make that happen.
2: Okay. We already had him once. We can get him again. We haven't had him. next. Yeah, we did. I don't think we had no, Loxy. We did. You were off on your sabbatical. Oh. Yeah. Speak oh, for yourself. <laughs> okay. All right. Did you get a bumper? No. Then you failed. <laughs> you failed. It was a different show, man. It's a different show. Just it straight was. to the point. A lot we,
0: were of people...
2: a break, we were on a break,
1: yeah. We were on a break. a break. A lot of people probably like it a lot better and are really pissed that I'm back.
2: Uh, I doubt right. it.
1: Okay. Now, from the Arsenal, what are the chances that our eventual replacement for Terzian will be even worse? And why is it 100%? <laughs> so it's a nice joke there. Right. We'll, we'll ignore the joke, but... Um... I will say it's...
2: It's worth acknowledging, you know, everybody hates Turgeon and wants them to leave. Okay, great. I get that. I mean, I'm kind of in that boat right now, but it could be worse. There's not a – to me, when I look at the, at the potential coach market for a program like Maryland right now, there's not a lot of sure things out there. The, the sure things that do exist – are really kind of the old timers who probably don't want to make a move, or maybe you you go find a a Thad Mata or a, or a Jim Bayline or somebody who who might give you a few years who has been on the on the on the bench for a few years. Um, other than a Nate Oates, you don't have a ton of like you know what seem like superstar hotshot young guys, at least ones that seem like you might be able to scoop up from a different program. I I don't know, man. I'm not super confident about. What the result would be if they did happen to get rid of Turge right now? Depends how much
0: money you have
2: to spend. <laughs> <then>, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah. That's a, that's the end. You can you can extrapolate everything from there. It's Maryland.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they could get John Calipari if they wanted to.
2: Oh yeah, man! If they, they just, really wanted to, and they just they got could money coming out of their various orifices.
1: Uh, okay, Hutch071, have football workouts started up and what's being said? He's got three questions. the first question. Have football workouts started up and what's being said?
0: Yeah, they're working out, but I, I, I don't know if, like, one guy is, has upped his bench by 27 pounds from last year. You know, there's really nothing being said specifically. I know that they – Really like they got eight, I think it was eight or nine freshmen enrolled early. Uh, they said that kid, Brandon uh, Jennings, the four-star from Florida, looks like a looks like a grown man. And I heard that actually the lineman, the offensive tackle, uh, the Kyle Long they got from Missouri, who's actually the lowest-rated guy in the whole class, looks bigger and more impressive than anybody realized. Uh, but other than that, I mean, you're not—you're just not going to get much insight out of workouts at this time of year. Was it under Durkin where they were posting when people were breaking records
1: all the time, or was that under Fridge? I, or Edsel? I can't remember. I just remember that one wasn't Edsel.
0: Yeah, Edsel. Edsel.
2: Edsel got rid of the records and pissed off a lot of the alumni. Right. Yeah, so that, that was Fridge then, right? Reality.
0: Yeah, that fridge was very fridge and Dwight Galt was very, very heavy on that. They had some yeah. big dudes. And Edsel was big on flexibility, <laughs> 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 which is okay. which is kind of funny, a eh? Because he wasn't flexible at all. He was the most rigid dude ever. And B, with <laughs> all the old school platitudes and bullshit that he threw around, you would have thought he would have been a hardcore you know lifting kind of guy but anyways do you remember uh,
2: hold on hold on (laughs) i can't can't not talk about the uh the football program putting out that no never bend over
0: yeah no bending over no bending
2: over don't
0: let them show don't let what is it it, don't don't ever let them
2: show you you know don't ever show them that you're you're tired. tired or you're beat or something that was incredible i think that made it an hour on twitter before they took it down but it was, it was yeah curious. made it on an hour
0: an hour on twitter and into like 20 different blog stories
2: yeah. all over the internet till the end of time
1: all right number two from hutch zero seven will cole or at least the weight room be done in the next decade yes but to rephrase his question for him when will the weight room and cole be finishing do you have any idea
0: Football. I don't know about the weight specifically, but they're supposed to move in in June.
2: So. Yeah. I think that's the full move from what, I'm t- yeah. from what they're yeah, saying. So. There may be some offices and some of that kind of uh, – the, the medical side of the building might not be finished up, but I, I think all the football facilities would be done by then. Yep. Okay. The third
1: question, this is going to be funny. Do people know wealthy alums or people friendly to Maryland that aren't giving? If so, why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that one. Good, Paul, you take that one.
2: I mean, what? <laughs> like, okay, you know, everybody go to your boss, ask him if they went to Maryland, and if they're not giving a lot of money, just beat the crap out of them. Like, I don't know. What about your grandma? Did your grandma go to Maryland? Our grandma, aren't why the,
0: the,
2: the aren't why why you a Terrapin
0: The why is because they have football hasn't had a winning record since 2014 and they have won sweet 16 in the last 17 years that's the why people are either disinterested disappointed mad or whatever what have you and so they're engaging less whether that's watching games or giving money or whatever else there's your answer
2: Okay. Yeah, and it's and honestly, it's a thing that's happening throughout college sports, and it's just happening here first. It's kind of like, you know, people say when, uh, you know, Michigan gets a gets a cold, America gets the flu kind of thing. When it comes to economics, it's like when Maryland's not bringing any money, that's the sign that nobody's gonna be bringing any money.
0: Yeah, when you consider all that, it's a it's a miracle the site has continued to grow. I feel like we're doing it with smoke and mirrors or something.
2: <laughs> when you Don't consider tell what happened.
0: What I mentioned about uh, those, you know, those stats, but yeah, they're that's, definitely that's gonna be,
2: that's gonna be the next Terrible Club campaign. Don't give to Jeff Ehrman's site. Give to the Terra Yeah, Club.
0: right. And, uh, subscribe to my site before you give them money.
2: <laughs> it is because of your professionalism,
1: expert insight, and amazing grammar skills, Jeff.
2: Yes, yeah, and my, that's
0: why my that's why you're typo. Growing. Typo-free content.
2: That's a deep cut. Is what it is. All hey, right. What, you need to, you need to <laughs> charge like an extra level subscription for you to pay a copy editor. Let's do that. That's fine. <laughs>
0: you know, right. I've, I've stepped it up, though. I got Grammarly now, so I think we've cut down about 50%, but uh, it's still too high. But when you're cranking out, this is such an excuse, but when you're just cranking <laughs> stuff out constantly, people are used to reading stuff on websites and newspapers where they actually do have copy editors. So when you're just effectively a one-man show with a little bit of help here and there sometimes. But, yeah, that's uh, that's that's an area for improvement. I can admit that. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, Jeff's Jeff,
2: Jeff, Jeff copy editor is Jeff Ehrman after a urban still, 2, two subscribing, in the
0: morning. So, <laughs> subscribing, so the haters can just kiss my ass also. So <laughs> go ahead and
2: put that in. There you go.
1: PayPal, one cent a letter. One cent and per hey, letter.
2: That adds up real quick, dude. <laughs>
1: and then we have a comment from Paul. We definitely need some nerd on here to compare the results from schools that fired a mediocre head coach and how it turned out with their next one. I am not that nerd, is Paul's comment. I could be that nerd, but yes, I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that. though. I'm not doing that. Okay. Not doing that. And we got some hoagie. Okay. Kidding. Then uh, from Brogy. It says, oh, the question is just, why do we all do this to ourselves? That's, yeah, why do we?
2: That's that's the question, isn't it? <laughs>
1: why do we? Why do we? Okay. Ohio Terp 247, if you were to formulate a list of five coaching candidates to replace Terzian, who would they be? Is Nate Oates unrealistic? How much do you guys think of Mata? We are at the point where maybe you can – you guys can begin to speculate on this stuff. You got that, Jeff? Speculate, go.
0: <laughs> You're fine, Larry. Uh, uh, NATO's—I don't think NATO's is realistic. I hate to pop everybody's bubble. People have been just lusting after him for what feels like two years, but it's just like Chris Beard a few years ago when everybody wanted him, and he was no longer the quiet. Quietly rising Chris Beard, but he was the hottest commodity in the country. Well, that guy is oats now. He's the guy, so he's making good money there. You'd probably have to pay him $4.5 million, I would think. So I don't think he's very realistic. Mata, I think, is intriguing. People forget how good he was. When you have a minute, If you're, if this is a topic of interest, go on. Look at his Wikipedia page and look at his record and NCAA tournament results year after year. It's really good at all of his stops. And he's much younger. I I still don't understand how he's only like 52 years old. Most people would think he's like 63, but he's somehow only like 52.
2: I think Greg Oden's older than Thad Mata is. Yeah, Greg Oden looks a million years old. Uh,
0: But, you know, that's an interesting one. In terms of other guys, there's really not like, I don't know, we'll have to wait if there's an actual change and kind of dig in a little bit more, cause there's not like that Sean Miller guy, that obvious guy that you go after now. And there's not like that. There's not that DMV native who's doing really well somewhere who you, who would want to come home kind of guy. Like you would think that guy would exist as many basketball people come from the area, but there's not. Uh, so, you know, wait and see if, if obviously if there's a coaching change, you wait and see, Who's available, figure out the financial situation, but it's uh, you know, you really have to look at a lot of kind of young risers, I think, if you were to get rid of him, because you probably wouldn't have a lot of money to pay. So
2: You know what I've talked myself into, Jeff? Um, I feel like if if someone like Oates I mean, he's the guy, like if, if he's really unattainable at this point I I would consider throwing a flyer at, at Beeline. I mean, he's 67, but he's clearly still got the itch. Um, And maybe you can get five or six years of, you know, turning it, if nothing else, turning the brand around. You know, plays exciting basketball. You've got this free agency where he should be able to rebuild the program a whole lot quicker than it would normally take. And then you take another stab whenever he's ready to retire.
1: Yeah,
0: that could be good. Yeah, I mean, to me, he was the best coach in the country yeah I think he was the best, i think he's the best coach in the country consistently won big consistently got these like number seventy nine rated recruits and two years later they're going in the top ten in a draft uh but yeah the age thing is the only catch there you you just be renting him for five years or
2: whatever i see I think that's a perfectly fine given Maryland's current condition just you know because I just don't think there's a lot of other fairly certain bets out there right now.
0: He wouldn't come cheap either, though, unless he's willing to take a discount just to get back in the game. Uh, you know, he he's worth four million dollars easily to somebody.
2: I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. It didn't look like he was getting a whole lot of calls after he lost his job at Cleveland. So yeah, I, I, I just right. I, I feel that'd be worth that'd be worth a, an inquiry.
1: Again, if you're gonna pay, you can willing to pay, you can get anybody. Yeah. That's just the question. Well, okay, next one from Charm City 3131. Why have basketball expectations become so much lower than they were in the late 90s and a good chunk of the 2000s? <laughs> uh, results? <laughs> I was going to say one other. I was going to say one word answer. Results is a good one. I was going to say Turgen. What else?
2: Well, I would say Gary Williams. I mean,. Look, let's let's be honest here, okay? Gary had a chance to turn this into an elite program that would fight for final fours and champ- national championships every year, and he didn't get it done, okay? I mean, yeah. what do you know? What do you think Maryland Maryland was just fighting to get into the tournament most of those years in the late two thousands? Yeah. So don't dump all that on Turgeon. No, I mean, you're right. Hasn't helped all the time, but. He wasn't handed like a great program when he got it in 2011. So no, they
1: were really bad.
2: You know, I'd love Gary. I respect Gary, but, but he had a, he had the potential to turn this program into something even higher than he had brought it. And he wasn't able to do that. And I think Maryland fans feel like they belong in an echelon that their coaches haven't been able to live up to since the national title.
1: Remember what Scott Van Pelt said about that. He asked Gary, why don't you just pay some players you know and Gary said because if I did and people found out then they'd think I'd always done that so maybe in order to get to that next level you got to do what Kentucky does and what Duke does and he didn't want to do that
2: I, I don't know I think it's more than more than just that but but it, it's certainly his his unwillingness to play the game I would I, I would say more than more than just paying players. Yeah, um, I think I think that held him back to some degree. Yeah, but that's that's old news. But if you want to know why, I think that's that's I think Gary's last you know six or seven years is just as responsible for that as Turgeon's decade.
1: Yes, that's true. Turgeon's decade, you could argue, has been better than Gary's last six
0: seven years. no um, oranges, apples and oranges because he's got to yeah. play the Big Ten, right? And. It, it, ACC, even with all the stuff we talked about earlier with the conference RPI and all that stuff, the ACC was still better, was more difficult. And then um, Gary
2: still Gary still had that. You know, he he won a, a conference title with Gravis, and then uh, you know won the tournament with Gilchrist. I mean, he, you know, the the highs were higher uh, certainly in in Gary's uh, Gary's time, but they had some. It's a pretty lean years too.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I'm guessing if you compare regular seasons during, like, that Gary's final seven-ish years and Turgeon's time, the regular season's probably close, but the postseason, you know, even without a deep run, I think Gary did better in the conference and, and, excuse me, NCAA tournament.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, so there are many questions left, and as we are wont to do, we continue to go on tangents with each one, which is really fun, (laughs) but we'll be here... We'll have a two hour show if we don't answer quickly. So for the rest, let's try to hit home on the on the question and get the answer and and not go off too much. We have sounds nice here, a big board of potential donors ranked by disposable income. Okay, that's not gonna happen, but (laughs) who are the other potential donors besides everyone knows Under Armour? Who else?
0: I mean the big one is Harvey Sanders. He's big shot who's been close to the program forever. I think he founded Nautica, been very successful, friendly with Turgeon, Pro Turgeon I think. Other than that, there's not like a lot of visible guys. Maryland's not one of those blue bloods that has a million big hitter boosters. So they're they're just guys, you know, they're just guys who have money and have given money and probably aren't giving as much money as they used to.
1: Paul, you know of anybody?
2: In terms of potential? I mean, not not really. Um, I had mentioned this earlier. You know, my age cohort, you know, I was a senior when Marin won the national championship. So you would think that guys, you know, I'm 40, I'm about to turn 41. So guys between, you know, 37 and, you know, a little, I don't know in their mid 40s i mean those were guys who who experienced either experienced that championship or came to maryland right afterwards who may have been drawn to maryland after that and they're starting to hit kind of their prime earning years so you you might not find big donors you know super big donors out of that but you'd want guys like that to be given a you know thousand two thousand a year as they're working their own way up the economic ladder so you would hope that they've been able to build that kind of base, but uh, I don't know. don't know. <laughs> don't all know. right.
1: Jeff, this is primarily for you. Who do you think that will be the next two football recruits?
0: Uh, like I said earlier, things are moving pretty slowly because of all those factors I mentioned. I think Jaden sore again, quarterback from Wise, is one to watch. And then if you're hoping for an early home run, I think that they're in good shape with jay shan sean barham who is the number one middle linebacker in the country for next year at saint francis but i'm not predicting him to commit soon but you know he's he's one to keep an eye on yeah let's oh.
2: just get back-to-back number one middle linebackers in the country that'd be yeah. Fun. beautiful yeah
1: from hoagie when will we win a football national championship uh, never
2: it's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's never look, just you just need to accept it. Okay? Yeah. in the year
0: 2271 they're going to they're going to pull it off.
2: It's just never going to happen. You just well, need look, to accept that there are like there are like six schools that even have a chance in hell of winning that thing, and we're not one of them. So
1: Well, here's the path. Loxley is Maryland's Frank Beamer, and after 6-7 years of solid wins of seven eight and maybe even nine sometimes they catch lightning in a bottle with a michael vick type quarterback and they go on a crazy win streak that's the only way i could see
2: and did can... virginia tech win a national championship yeah, about to say very, close
1: to they, <laughs> very close to it very close he they almost single handedly beat florida state in that game it peter was close Wart. yeah peter work okay terrapin fan man If you're discussing potential replacements, please try to include a minority candidate in there. Many of us are tired of the same old dudes. For me personally, I don't care if the guy's black or white or if he's purple or from Mars. Or even if it's a he, it could be a she, whoever it is, if they get us to a point, us, fuck. If they get Maryland to a point (laughs) where they're contending for Final Fours and, and Big Ten titles and possibly winning a championship, I don't care what his race or religion or gender, or any of that stuff is.
2: Come on, you got it. You got a, a Daryl Pines is president. You got a black president. You got a black athletic director in Damon Evans. You got a black head football coach in Mike Loxley. Maryland's been ahead of the curve on diversity. And I would love to have a black, uh, head basketball coach, especially living in this area and how important that is. Uh, especially living in a P in a, in a place like PG County that I, that I believe is, is 85, 90% African American. Um, I think Anthony Grant is still worth an eyeball over at Dayton uh, in terms of of young up and comers, um, but unfortunately, there's just not a lot out there that really would qualify for Maryland's job at this point, and that's that's a whole other issue. It's a good answer.
1: Yeah, like I said, I don't care if he's
2: if he's gonna or she resurrect John Cheney. Put him in a thirty-year-old body, and then yeah, let hire that guy. I'd be fine with that too. Yeah, and, and Maryland
0: is way ahead of the curve on, all, and intentionally so. Yeah, and it's something that they discuss. So it's not like it's a taboo thing we're talking about. It's something that they actively promote their, you know, their diversity. So I don't feel like you have to go f- try to find a guy just for the sake of diversity because you haven't done it. You know, well,
2: and the big, the bigger problem is that the the smaller schools are not hiring. Black coaches um, who can make a name for themselves and put them in position to be hired by a school like Maryland in the way that they should. That's, that's the bottom line.
1: Yeah. Okay. Page two. <laughs> 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 yeah. You think we're I'm struggling. struggling here? Okay. Okay. Is it now fair? Oh, sorry. This is Tillman Turp. Is it now fair to ask which program makes it back to the top 10 first? I don't think so. I still think it's basketball, but
0: it's a much I mean, easier road. It's a much easier road to the top ten for basketball. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I
2: would. I would say this. I mean, you could imagine a scenario where you look, you know, just look at next year's football schedule. You could. You could probably talk yourself into Maryland starting six and zero, right? Because where? What do they? How do they line? I don't have it handy right now but i don't think they they run into ohio state or or any of those programs that we're sure they're going to lose to until the sixth or seventh or, or maybe eighth game of the season so you might be able to talk yourself into maybe a 6-0 and or 7-0 start with a couple decent wins being in a power conference that might squeeze them in there but probably not nah that gets you top that gets you in the top 20 yeah yeah
1: Okay. Hmm. A lot of these are not questions anymore. From CM Terps and Skins, he says, Will we beat Minnesota on Sunday? How should I bet on this game?
0: Yes. They will beat Minnesota. <laughs> Turgeon owns Patino. I think they've won, like, five in a row against Minnesota including the upset earlier this year. And then that ridiculous Daryl Morsell buzzer beater game last year. It's at home. They're desperate. They have like five days off. I will be surprised if they don't win that game.
2: And what does the turgeon do, team do whenever their backs are against the wall? And it looks like everyone's ready to bury them. They win that game. Every yep. Time.
1: Okay. I'm not sure. I'm feeling a little swoon coming, but we'll see. Uh, i hope they win I, for the kids sake i really do root for the kids i want them to do well i don't want them to suffer okay terps 5555 says all i can say is that i can't wait for terrapin club members to see what coal looks like it is going to blow your minds it is going to be incredible yes i said it incredible I wish I could go back in time and play football for Maryland. Our football players are going to have one of the best facilities in the country. All our athletes will be able to take advantage of it. From a meals perspective, it is awesome. In all caps. All right. Thank you, That's Terps. That's not five a five. question. No, it's not. I Pay wasn't. Pay attention sh- to
2: the instructions.
1: I wasn't sure, so I just read it. <laughs> thank you for the contribution, Terps <laughs> five 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 five. Okay. Okay, how do you say this? N C L O E T E R N Encloator? How do you say that? Sure. I don't All right. You have two two trains. They leave from the same station at the same time. Twelve oh five PM. If one train is heading eastbound at one hundred and fifty five miles per hour and train two is heading westbound at one hundred and forty five miles per hour, then what are the odds Mark Turgeon gets fired this season?
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. i was actually doing i was
2: like in math mode in my head i was like all right let's do this yeah, yeah I, of... I, I started sweating man i'm <laughs> like I, I can't handle that all right i feel like that's time to give up on their stupid ass questions we, we have reached the end of, we have reached the end yeah uh there
1: is one good one in here That I want to ask because I think this is good, and then we'll end it there. Will QB? Will the QB transfer give Talia a run for his money to be starting QB? Last week you talked about this a little bit, and we think yes, right?
0: Yeah, I think there's a chance he's going to have to clearly outplay him because Tungabaloa is Loxley's guy. You know, he's with the family and everything like that. So he's going to have to not just barely, you know, tie him or anything like that, but. They like him a lot. I think I said it last week that I, you know, I've heard he's got like a fifth or sixth round NFL draft grade. So, you know, they're bringing him in to compete. So we'll see.
2: Good.
1: And in lieu of
0: Jeff's rap
1: lyrics,
2: oh no, no, oh, hold on, I have rap lyrics. Oh no. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, well, let me ask this question since I was going to do it anyway. It's kind of funny. Ask Larry if he'd get a little Uzi vert diamond in his forehead. I know what that means. And no, I would not. Okay, go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, we'll do it quick because we're we're over. But I did find some because Jeff has failed miserably at this segment. All right, Larry. Yes. Got thirty down at the bottom, thirty mo at the top. All invisible, set with little ice cube blocks. If I could call it a drink, call it a smile on the rocks.
1: Wow. Okay. All there's the, a lot. There's a lot the
2: right? there. So we have to
1: uh okay we got 30 at the bottom start start again there's
2: there's a lot there i got 30 down at the bottom 30 mo at the top all invisible set with little ice cube blocks if i could call it a drink call it a smile on the rocks um
1: i mean obviously i'm just thinking about drinks the clearness makes me think of vodka on the rocks um, 30 at the bottom, 30 at the top. When you first said that before it started getting the drinks thing, I was thinking it had to do with money somehow. 30 at the bottom, 30 at the top. So what I'm going to say is that he is talking about drinking vodka with 30% orange juice in it, and it's la- layered at the bottom of the drink, and the top 30% has the rocks in it. That's the 30 at the top and it is a very expensive <laughs> drink. Okay. What does it really mean? Go.
2: Jeff, you want to you want to take
0: this one? <laughs> I assume it's about diamonds maybe on a watch or something it's like that. It's about
2: Paul Wall's grill.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Well, I knew it was about diamonds anyway.
2: <laughs> 30, 30 at the bottom, and 30 at the top. He's talking oh, smile, about
0: mile, of course.
2: Yeah. yeah. he's talking about his teeth. 30 Oh, 30 teeth. Okay, good.
0: I didn't know that one Larry so that, although,
2: yeah you okay. you've been saved a little bit by Jeff on that one but uh yeah he's uh, he's talking about about his diamond grill okay oh, wow. whatever happened to that guy yeah I don't know. He's I, dead. I
1: like my vodka OJ on the rocks <laughs> much better I think well, that that's was, why you know call it a smile on the rocks that's why call it a smile on the oh so clever so clever very, very good. Who was that? that Paul Wall.
2: Quite, Paul, quite Paul Wall. Very nice. He's going to download
0: Paul Wall's greatest hits right after this. I, I've yeah, got man, it.
2: I like I, this Paul Wall guy you turned me on I, to. I, I Listen.
0: Have, I found his wordplay exhilarating. I do.
2: <laughs> it's
1: hey, like a Mad Lib. I already have it queued up for the end of the show. Try me. Watch. It's coming. You don't believe me, but I do. Have yeah, a studio tricks. All right. Hey, I've got an either or for you guys. You want to do that? I don't know. Sure. It's been like an hour and a half. Let's Jeff go. said sure. Okay. Here we go. I've got three for each of you, either or. Jeff, football, beca- well, I want you to answer this one in two ways. One, your personal preference, and two, what's best for the site. Okay. Okay. Football becomes nationally relevant with chances to get the New Year's Bowls, periodic chances to win the Big Ten, etc. or basketball returns to national prominence with Big Ten titles and Final Four contention, all that stuff.
0: Personally, you know, I could go either way. For the site, I mean it's it's basketball. Maryland's a basketball school. People would get obviously people would be through the roof if they did that in football, but uh the reaction to basketball success is always gonna be higher.
1: Okay. Paul, the basketball team goes on a run to finish the season winning three postseason games, or they completely bottom out.
2: This is this must be what I want to happen. <laughs>
1: is that, is it's that- either or you add, you answer it however you I mean, would what like. What I think will happen what, is more likely. What, um, whatever criteria you would like.
2: Look, man, I can't root against the team. <coughs> I can't do that. But I think it's more likely that they bottom out than that they win three postseason games. How's that?
1: Okay, but you would root for the winning of the games.
2: I can't. I, Look, I'm done with Turgeon. I've made that very clear. So, yep. like, if if we – whatever got to that point quicker, I would be fine with. But every time I see Darryl Morcel out there sweating blood and everything else on the court, I can't root against those guys. Yeah, can't root can't against the
1: kids. It. That's what I said earlier. Yeah. Love the kids. Okay, Jeff, basketball practice facility or upgrade facilities for soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball. Men's and women's on both sides of all that.
0: Nah, it's basketball. Uh, J- prac-
1: Practice silly over actual stadium upgrades for the rest of those?
0: All yeah, of them? because, yeah, I mean, uh, quite honestly, I don't follow those all that closely. They don't, on a personal level, on a site level, they don't move the needle all that much, so that might not sound good to some people who are, you know, follow lacrosse and
2: all all economics, man.
0: Really closely, but yeah, I mean it's basketball.
1: Okay, I thought upgrading all those second tiers in combination would be pretty
2: good. Well, pretty a lot fun. of them already have. They built the field hockey team a stadium. They built the softball t- women's softball team a stadium. They've refitted the men's baseball uh, team. Like soccer is the only one that's been holding the bag, really. Right, and
0: basketball well, is way behind. Yeah. 90% of the schools on its tier, I mean almost everybody has a practice facility.
1: All right, well, I didn't know that. Okay, next one. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> In 2022, the combined pasc- basketball and football results for Maryland or the combined basketball and football results for Penn State.
2: And so what? next next season, like next yeah. school year, yeah, what's going to be
1: uh, Would you rather have
2: Honestly, probably Penn State. I I don't think it's gonna be by a lot, but I think Maryland's basketball program is gonna be a disaster next year whether Turgeon comes back or not. And football, I still think even a good football season, you know, you're talking the difference between you know four or five and you know six or seven wins. So I, I don't think that's gonna move the needle a lot.
1: Okay. Jeff, Debbie Al or Kevin Anderson.
2: Gun to the head. Oh.
0: Like in terms of being hiring, like if, if if you could put one in charge. It's it's your who's, criteria. Who's Jeff?
2: sexier, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> oh your, God. Your criteria, can, Jeff. I'm who do sure. you want to be who do you want to be eating pizza in your sweatpants in a hotel room with?
0: <laughs> I'd rather hang out with Anderson by far because <laughs> Debbie is one of the most conniving people I've ever met in my life. Um she's a way better athletic director though. I mean that That's, you know, Man. for all of her many dreadful, despicable, uh, just terrible, heinous faults, she didn't make the hires and give out the contracts that he's given out to put things in the position that they've been, you know. So, uh, yeah, she's clearly better than Kevin Anderson, if that's the question.
1: Well, it was... You have to take one or the other with all just, their positives and negatives.
2: So, just the lowest bar possible. Yeah.
1: All right. Last one for Paul. Watch every football game next season with Hoagie and only Hoagie, or watch every football game next season with Turp Vader and only
2: Turp Vader. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you're just going to have to join the Inside MarylandSports.com message board to understand who any of these fucking people are. Um, <laughs> I think... Honestly, it would, be, it would definitely be Hoagie, because I know Hoagie, and Hoagie is, you know, depressing and uh, kind of miserable all the time, but he's also freaking hilarious. So uh, if Maryland was losing, listening to Hoagie lose his shit while they're doing that would be a whole lot of fun.
1: Or make it even worse.
2: No, it can't really be worse. I'm already depressed if they're losing, so yeah. might as well enjoy something about Trump it. Did
0: the boy have uh, Carl Scott being announced for Maryland last week? That one Oh was well, right? he
2: definitely, he uh, definitely, definitely said that well. uh, you know big things were happening, Jeff. So, yeah, so I don't know if that's that. yeah, I don't know if that's the big thing or if there was a different big thing. We'll have to wait and find out.
0: Yeah, when it happens, it's the thing.
2: Yeah, it's definitely just, the thing.
1: I just remembered something. Last year, I developed a little bit of a theory about Turb Vader, who it is, and I don't know if you know who it is, Jeff, but I think it might be actually multiple people in control of the account.
0: I mean, if it is, then they're just some weirdos, you know? <laughs> like
1: they're laughing at everyone. I
0: have I have an idea, but you know, we're we're getting pretty inside baseball here. Uh, yeah,
2: that's true, yeah. and it's an hour and a half into the show. so nobody Nobody's listening at this point anyway, so we can just do whatever the hell we want.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going to end the show on that note. Hoagie, beat out Turp Vader. Congratulations, Hoagie. You won something. Yeah.
2: Congratulations. What fun. <laughs> Hanging out with me, watching football.
1: All right, thank you for all the questions, everybody. They were great. We got to basically all of them. And I hope they were answered to your satisfaction. I think they were.
2: If they weren't, screw you anyway. How about that?
1: N- next week, we will you know not. Love
2: the boys. Yeah, we
1: will not be back on Wednesday next week because Maryland is playing on Wednesday. So we'll have to figure that out. We'll let everybody know. And, well, if we're not going live, it doesn't really matter. It'll just get posted when it gets posted. But. Some point when we get back. Alright, thank you everybody. Good show, Paul and Jeff. See you guys next week. So, so, yeah. Got 30 down at the bottom, 30 more at the top, all invisible set, and little ice cube
0: blocks. If, can call it a drink, call it a smile on the rocks, if can call out a price Let's say I call out a lot I got like platinum and white clothes Traditional gold I'm changing grills every day Like J change clothes I might be grilled out nicely
2: In my white tee on South Beach